York. The New York Mets are on the air. Well, hi, everybody. This is Bob Murphy along with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer greeting you from the Polo Grounds in New York where this afternoon the New York Mets tackle the defending National League champion Cincinnati Reds in a doubleheader. Right now, the ground crew has come out to carefully prepare the infield for the start of the first game following a three-game batting and infield drill. Roger Craig and Johnny Klipstein, two veteran right-handers, are warming up to pitch the first game. Say, right now would be a good time to check up on your supply of fine gold wrangle. Rheingold Extra Dry. Yes, sir, put some Rheingold on ice. It can add a lot to your enjoyment of the game. Now, here is a beer with a clean, clear taste, brisk and bright all the way through. Rheingold is beer as beer should taste. Dry tells you why. Say, right now would be a good time to light up a Viceroy. Viceroy is not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. That's right. Now, here are the lineups and batting orders for the first game of today's doubleheader. For the visiting Cincinnati Reds, Eddie Casco will be at third base batting leadoff. Don Blassingame playing second base and batting second. Beta Penson will be in center field hitting third. Jerry Lynch will be in left field batting cleanup. Most valuable player in the National League, Frank Robinson in right field, hitting number five. Gordy Coleman will be at first base, hitting sixth. Johnny Edwards catching and batting seventh. Leo Cardenas will be at shortstop, hitting eighth. And on the mound and batting ninth, veteran right-hander Johnny Klipstein. For the New York Mets, Richie Ashburn to lead off and play right field. Charlie Neal at shortstop, batting second. Felix Mantilla will be at third, batting third. In left field, slugging Frank Thomas, batting cleanup. Marv Thornberry at first base, hitting number five. Jim Hickman in center field, batting sixth. Clarence Chuchu Coleman catching and hitting seventh. Rod Keneal at second base, batting eighth. Pitching and batting ninth, veteran right-hander Roger Craig. And right now, here's a chance for you to be the umpire. Now, picture this Ryan Go riddle. Runners on first and second, one out. Got it? Okay, the batter lost a high fly towards short, and the umpire correctly calls infield fly. But the ball coming down strikes the front runner standing a few feet off second. How would you rule? Is the runner out? Is the batter out? Well, the answer to this one is it's a double play. Both the batter and the base runner are out. If the runner had been standing on second, he would have been safe. Well, how'd you do? You can ponder that ruling over a glass or two of refreshing Rheingold. You know, Rheingold just naturally goes with baseball. Goes with all good times because Rheingold has a taste all its own. It's beer as beer should taste. Dry tells you why. It tells you that Rheingold has brewed the long, slow, costlier way for a taste that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. Enjoy it now, along with our doubleheader from the Polo Grounds. Tom Gorman will umpire the plate in the first game of today's doubleheader. Big Bill Joukowsky will be at first base. Ed Sudol will call the plays around second. And Al Foreman will be the third base umpire. 
Tom Gorman, Bill Zakowski, Ed Sudol, and Tom Foreman. The New York Mets have taken the field. A doubleheader right here tomorrow between the Mets and the Cincinnati Reds to wind up the five-game series and the homestand. Casey and the Mets then will be going to the West Coast for two games against the Dodgers, two against the Giants in San Francisco, three in Cincinnati, and then they return to the Polo Grounds to open a real good homestand on the 14th of August against Gene Mox, Philadelphia Phillies. On the next homestand, starting with the Phillies on August 14th, the top teams in the National League will be making their last visit to New York City. The St. Louis Cardinals coming in for a weekend series, and on Friday night, August 17th, the New York Mets will be paying tribute to the great record smasher and a wonderful man, Stan Musial. Plans are moving very smoothly along for a very big evening on that particular night, Friday night, August 17th, Stan Musial night. And the following Friday night with the Dodgers in town, August 24th, the Mets will pay tribute to Gil Hodges. Right now, Roger Craig moving out toward the pitching mound. Clarence Coleman all set to work behind the plate. And here, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. Today's doubleheader between the New York Mets and Cincinnati Reds. Skies overhead looking much, much better. The overcast now breaking up, and we have patches of blue. Just about set to get going, so if you haven't finalized your plans for the day, we hope you're planning to join us right here at the Polo Grounds for the big doubleheader. Roger Craig will be pitching for the Mets in the first game, and Bob Miller, the right-hander, in the second ball game. The Reds pitching Johnny Clipstein in the opener and either Jim Maloney or possibly Joe Nuxall in the second game of today's twin bill. The Mets have been wielding the home run bats and hope to blend the pitching and the home run together this afternoon against Cincinnati. The Mets have hit nine home runs in their last two ball games. And they're hoping to get the kind of pitching from Roger Craig and... Bob Miller this afternoon that will blend together with that type of hitting to get them going. They're up against the hottest team in the National League. The Cincinnati Reds have won 14 of their last 16 ball games. 
Now the leadoff hitter for the afternoon is the third baseman, Eddie Casco. Eddie hitting at 259. He's a right-hand batter. Roger Craig turning around to check the defensive alignment. And we're just about set to get going. Dick Sussler on the coaching lines at first. Reggie Otero coaching at third for the Cincinnati Reds. Following the series here in New York, Cincinnati flies to Houston for a series down in the Lone Star State against the Houston Colt 45s. Now Craig checking with Choo Coleman, his battery mate. Roger winds and pitches. First pitch of the day is right in there at the knees for a call strike. Next pitch. Curve that he goes after a foul ball in the dirt right by home plate and the count strike two. Those of you who missed the scores of the West Coast games last night Don Drysdale notched his 20th victory of the year as the Los Angeles Dodgers on the hitting again of Frank Howard beat the Chicago Cubs 8-3. And the Pittsburgh Pirates checked the San Francisco Giants. So the Dodgers picked up a full game on the Giants last night. And he's hit by a pitch. On a two-strike delivery, it got away from Roger Craig, and Casco is hit on the side by the pitch. So he moves down to first base. Eddie Casco going down to first, and we have time held up a moment for him as he takes a few moments to kind of get the feeling a little bit better after being hit in the ribs by that pitch thrown by Roger Craig. Don Blasting Game stepping in. Blasting Game hitting at 275. Don bouncing back with a much better year than last season. Marv Thronberry will hold against the runner, Eddie Casco. Doubleheader just underway, and the sun really breaking through now, and looks like we're in schedule for a real good day. Here's the pitch by Craig, and blasting game takes inside, down around the knees, ball one. Beta Penson, the center fielder, waiting on deck. Jerry Lynch, the left fielder, batting cleanup. Frank Robinson hitting number five. A throw to first, and it's not in time. When it comes to picking off runners, none any better than Roger Craig. Roger has picked off 11 men this year. Throw to first, not in time. Now Craig up in pitching position, keeps an eye on the runner. Down comes his pitch. Bunnett, and it's a foul ball. Bunnett foul off to the left by Blassingame. He tried to bunt that one on the run. So the count is even on the Cincinnati second baseman. One ball, one strike. Today is Rheingold Day here at the Polo Grounds in between games of today's doubleheader. The six very beautiful candidates for Miss Rheingold of 1963 will make their first public appearance. Hope you're planning to join us right here at the Polo Grounds. Down one and one on blasting game. 
Lobbed over to first by Roger Craig. Passing game, left-hand hitter. Throw to first. He had to dive to get back this time. Eddie Casco had to lunge to get back. Got a quick move to first base by Craig. Now Roger makes the stop. And throws to first. Oh, save. Mighty, mighty close. Craig comes bouncing off the mound. He thought he had him. He just about had him that time on the fifth toss over to first base. Anytime Craig is pitching and he has a man on first, that first base umpire just almost straddles the bag. Big Bill Joukowsky has his head almost right over the cushion, so he has a pretty good look at the play. One and one, the count on Don Blasting game. Now Craig up in pitching position. Throws to first. Not close this time. That's six times now that Roger has thrown over there on Eddie Casco. Craig is a fairly fast worker, except when he gets a man on base and he goes to work on him, and then he'll take all the time he needs trying to get him. The 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss, and the count one ball and two strikes. The amazing things about Roger is that he can throw over to first base five or six or seven times. Then suddenly he pitched to the plate and come right in there with a breaking ball over. One ball and two strikes on Don Blasting Game. Casco with a short lead. A throw to first. Number seven for Mr. Casco. Nothing Roger, Roger would rather do than pick him off with those big hitters due to come up. A squibbler that is grabbed right on the plate by Coleman, thrown to second one. The throw to first, and it is a double play. Blasting game has never left the batter's box. He is standing there arguing with Tom Gorman. That ball was swung on. It hit right on top of the plate, and choo-choo Coleman grabbed it right over the plate. He threw down to Charlie Neal, and Neal whipped it onto first base for the double play. Real quick reacting that time on the part of Choo Choo Coleman. Ball went right into the plate. Bounced up maybe belt high and Choo Choo grabbed it right over the top of the plate. It was hovering like a helicopter. Now the hitter is Veda Penson. Two outs and nobody on. Veda batting at 293. Wind up pitch by Craig. Fastball over a call strike. Penson with 19 home runs. As 65 runs batted in. Now Craig out of his windup delivers. A high fly hit right down the left field line. It may go foul. It's swinging toward the foul line. And it is a foul ball out of the reach of either Charlie Neal or Frank Thomas. Neal running down the line trying to get to it. Thomas coming over toward the line. But it was out of reach and the count of strike two on Benson. No score. First inning, doubleheader just getting underway. The doubleheader tomorrow between the Mets and the Reds will start at 2 o'clock. Now 
Now the wind up pitch to Penson, breaking ball inside and low. One ball and two strikes. Crowd here at the Polo Grounds this afternoon will be right on the edge of their seats when Frank Thomas comes up to hit because Frank, who tied a major league record, when he hit two home runs last night, has a chance to tie or better a record today. In the dirt, handled by Choo Choo in the count even two and two on Veda Penson. We have thousands of midget Mets watching the action today as guests of the New York Mets. Pitching two and two. Fouled again over toward the field boxes. Running hard for it is Bandilla, and he can't get it. Felix had that one misjudged. And he slipped as he came off the grass onto the warning path, and as a result, did not touch it. Ball ended on the warning path and bounced up into the crowd. No play. Infield deep and around to right, playing Pensum as a full hitter. Now Roger Craig over the head. Down comes the arm. Strike, three call, a fastball on the inside corner. Ada Penson called out. Side retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. The score in the middle of the first, the Reds nothing, and the Mets coming to bat. Now let's listen to a trio of your favorite performers. The Rheingold Extra Dry, Extra Talented Players, sing a medley of your favorite songs. My dear, it's Rheingold right. Think of rainbows whenever you bite. It's not bitter. Not sweet. It's the dry flavor treat. Won't you try extra dry rainbows? Rainbow beer. My beer is rainbow, the dry beer. Think of rainbow whenever you buy beer. It's not bitter, not sweet. It's the dry flavor treat. Want to try extra dry rainbow beer? for the Cincinnati Reds in the first game today, veteran right-hander Johnny Clipstein. Clipstein has been used by Freddie Hutchinson as a spot starter and considerably in relief work. He has been particularly effective over the last month. Clipstein on the year has won three while losing one. Johnny Clipstein. Here's the windup and the pitch to Ashburn taken inside and low. It's ball one. Clipstein worked in relief against the New York Mets the last time they were in Cincinnati. Ashburn takes the fastball over, a call strike, one ball and one strike. In his last three starts, though, in the latter part of July, Clipstein working seven or more innings 
Did not give up over three runs in any one game, and he was up against the Braves, Dodgers, and Pirates. Inside and high to Richie. Two balls and one strike. Right now, Cincinnati in third place, eight and a half games out of first. They trail San Francisco by three and a half. Inside and low, Ashburn taking, and the count goes three and one. Richie hitting at 314. Too high, ball four, and Ashburn leads off the last half of the first with a walk. Now the hitter is Charlie Neal. Charlie batting at 255. Charlie had a long triple. Out by the bullpen and left center in the game last night. He also hit a home run in the upper deck in the opposite field. Neal has been hitting to the opposite field a great deal of late since wearing that sponge to protect his right hand, and so Casey wants him in that number two spot in the order. Breaking ball outside, it's ball one. Number two hitter frequently called on to try and move a runner by hitting behind him. Cookie Lavagetto on the lines at first, and Sally Hemus coaching at third. Now Ashburn with the leadoff first. The pitch by Clipstein. Right in there, a call strike. One ball, one strike. Clipstein has been traded around a great deal during his major league career and nonetheless has managed to help each ball club he's been with. There goes the runner, swinging a miss, take the second of the slide, save the second base. Richie Ashburn stealing his ninth base of the year. Richie now tied with Elio Chacon for the club lead in stolen bases. One and two on Charlie Neal. Johnny Klipstein came to Cincinnati in the deal involving rookie Dave Spinhouse. Spinhouse having one of the best years of any pitcher in the American League this season. The one-two pitch inside. Ball two and the count is even. Two and two. In the deal, Johnny Clipstein and Marty Keough came to Cincinnati for catcher Bob Smith and pitcher Dave Stenhouse. But both Clipstein and Keough have helped the Cincinnati ball club. Marty Keough has done a bang-up job as a handyman, not only at first base, but in the outfield. Pitching two and two. And it gets in the third and away from the catcher, Johnny Edwards. And moving on to third goes Richie Ashburn. It's a pass ball charged to Johnny Edwards. Ashburn moves over to third, and we have a full count now, three and two. Well, they say the ideal trade in baseball is a trade that helps both ball clubs. And you would have to say that the trade 
involving Johnny Klipstein has helped both teams. Bob Smith and Dave Stenhouse have certainly helped Washington. Johnny Klipstein and Marty Keough have helped Cincinnati. The infield plays back. Down comes the pitch. A fly ball hit deep to right field. Back toward the barrier. It is going. It is down. All night. for Charlie Neal, a pelt to the opposite field, landing in the lower deck and right to put the New York Mets out in front two to nothing. Neal hit one last night, number eight, and now number nine here in the first inning today. So the Mets have gone in front by a score of two to nothing. Now the hitter is Felix Mantilla. Fly ball hit high in the air and deep to left field. It's way out there. Lynch back near the bullpen. Makes the catch. On the warning path, right in front of the bullpen, over 400 feet from the plate, Jerry Lynch pulls in a long fly, hit by Felix Mantilla. Now here is Frank Thomas. Frank now has 25 home runs, 71 runs batted in, he's hitting at 296. He hit two home runs Wednesday night, two Thursday afternoon. And two off Joey Jay last night. To tie a major league record for most home runs in three consecutive games held by Tony Lazari, Gus Zerniel, and a trick turned three times by Ralph Kiner. The record for most homers in four consecutive games is eight held by Ralph. Swing and a miss at strike one. Well, the Mets have really been getting that home run. Their last 17 runs have been accounted for with a home run. And Charlie Neal is really surging back with the long hits, and he has been getting them to the opposite field. Ground ball slowly hit back toward the mound. Clipstein up with it. Throws on to first, one away. That'll bring up Mara Thronberry. Steadily is now hitting at 267 with eight home runs and 28 runs batted in. Swing and a miss on a high hard one. Two to nothing as Clipstein swings out of his windup. Now the pitch. Foul ball off the fist back toward the screen and the count strike two. When Frank Thomas came up here in the first inning, Frank had six home runs in his last 12 times at bat. Now they virtually have the shift on against Thronberry. Foul ball back, strike two. Leo Cardenas, the shortstop, has moved out on the rim of the outfield grass, almost behind second base. 
Don't worry, a bull hitter with good power. Flips Diane winding. Down comes the pitch. There it goes, a high drive. It beats the right field, and there it goes, a home run. with his fourth home run in the last three ball games. Number nine on the year for Mara Thronberry and his 26th run batted in. And the New York Mets are out in front three to nothing. The Mets have hit 11 home runs in their last three ball games, counting this one we're just in the first inning. Now Jim Hickman stepping in against Johnny Clipstein. Here's the windup and the pitch. A slow curve, a little bit outside, ball one. Clarence Coleman waiting in the on-deck circle. Here's the windup pitch by Clipstein. Off-speed pitch outside, ball two, two and oh. Thronberry was behind on the count to Johnny Clipstein, but he fouled two pitches off. And he really racked one, a drive to the upper deck, and it wasn't pulled, it was more over toward right field. Pitching 2-0. Lowest ball three. Three and nothing on Jim Hickman. Warm-up action now for Cincinnati. Left-hander Ted Wills given the sign by Freddie Hutchinson to start getting ready. Pitching 3-0. Ball four. Outside and low. the second walk given up by Clipstein. He walked Ashburn. Ashburn came in to score on Charlie Neal's home run. Now Choo Choo Coleman is the seventh man up here in the first inning. Choo Choo Coleman Batting against right-hander Johnny Clipstein, the pitch to Coleman. A line drive going into left field for a base hit. Hickman around second will hold there as Jerry Lynch plays the ball in. Line single to the opposite field for Clarence Coleman. That's the third hit. Off Clipstein, and it brings up Rod Keneal. Rod hitting at 293. Rod has been cooled off the last two ball games after a real hot streak over an 11-game period. Now Clipstein into the stretch. Delivers to the plate. A ground ball up the, up the middle for a base hit to center field. Hickman around third is coming in. Racing on to third goes Clarence Goldman. And the Mets are out in front, four to nothing. Rod Keneal, a ground single to center field. And this might be it for Johnny Clipstein. Freddie Hutchinson is making his way to the mound. Four runs in off Clipstein here in the first. And this will be all for Johnny Clipstein and left-hander Ted Wills will be brought in to take his place. So Clipstein has been knocked out of the box in the first inning by the New York Mets. He pitches two-thirds 
of one inning. At the moment, has given up four runs, four hits. He walked two and struck out none. Lefty Ted Wills, who started out in the Boston Red Sox organization, will be brought in now by Freddie Hutchinson. Here's the schedule of other action. In the National League, a doubleheader at Milwaukee. They were rained out last night. Philadelphia playing at Milwaukee, two games. Houston, a day game at St. Louis. The Cubs, a day game against the Dodgers in Los Angeles. The Pirates, a day game against the San Francisco Giants at Candlestick Park on the West Coast. In the American League, the Yankees have a day game against the White Sox in Chicago. Kansas City, a day game at Cleveland. Los Angeles will play a night game at Baltimore, Minnesota a day game at Detroit, and Washington an afternoon game at Fenway Park against the Boston Red Sox. And right here we're in the first inning of a doubleheader on Rheingold Day. Hope you're planning to join us. We have a lot of baseball still in store for us. And between games of today's doubleheader, there will be entertainment plus the first public appearance of the six beautiful candidates for Miss Rheingold 1963. If you have an eye for beauty, you'll want to be here for the program between games. Right here, while Ted Wills gets warmed up on the mound, let's pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady, 810 on your dial, where the time is 29 minutes past 1 o'clock and the temperature is 80 degrees. Very pleasant, 76 degrees here at the Polo Grounds. Left-hander Ted Wills has won then and lost one. He's from Fresno, California. He has a Major League lifetime record of six wins and nine losses compiled in the American League. He stands 6'3", and weighs 200 pounds. This year, Ted Wills has won none and lost one. Has been used mostly in relief, although as an occasional spot starter. And this is his 17th appearance of the year. Roger Craig will be coming up now to face Ted Wills. The New York Mets have knocked Johnny Klipstein out of the box in the first, scoring four runs on four hits, including home runs by Charlie Neal and Mara Thronberry. Thronberry hit two on Wednesday against Art Mahaffey. Hit one last night and another one today. A ground ball right back to the mound, taken by Wills. A little hole in the third to get by the first baseman. Coleman is cutting in a score. Keneal around third. The ball goes into the crowd. It goes into the crowd. Two bases coming off the field. Two runs come in. Well, Ted Wills had probably as easy a play as you can find in baseball to make. Roger Craig hit a ground ball easily right back to him. He had all the time in the world. He turned, and lo and behold, he made a low throw. Low and wide. It couldn't be handled by Gordy Coleman, and the ball goes over and into the crowd. And now the umpires are saying that Rod Keneal must stop at third and that Craig goes to second. Coleman comes in to score on the error charge to the pitcher, Ted Wills. Keneal winds up on third. And Craig on second. Five runs are in. The Mets now lead five to nothing. They have batted around, and Ashburn is hitting for the second time. 
on the way. Inside and high to Richie, ball one. Richie drew a walk leading off in the first inning. Mets lead five to nothing. That's right in there for a call strike. One ball, one strike. Well, there's a play you won't see once or twice a year. A pitcher, when he has all the time in the world, throwing a ball away at first base. He was hurried, you can understand it, but in this particular situation, Ted had all the time he needed. A drive in the air to left field for a base hit by Ashburn. Now Keneal is in to score. It's six to nothing with runners on first and third. Run batted in for Richie Ashburn. Rod Keneal crossing the plate. Roger Craig going to third and holding there. Runs are in in the first inning, all charged to Johnny Clipstein. The men on base now, the responsibility of relief pitcher Ted Will. Charlie Neal hitting for the second time in the inning. Takes the pitch for a ball. Charlie hit an opposite field home run with Ashburn on base to put the Mets in front two to nothing. Now Wills off the stretch delivers a swing and a miss on a fastball. One ball, one strike. Fastball over a call strike. Neal hitting for the second time in the inning. Six runs in on five hits. One error charged to Ted Wills. Two walks figuring in the scoring. Runners on first and third. Two men down. Now Wills up in pitching position. Delivers to Charlie Neal a swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. But it was a big first inning for the New York Mets. They scored six runs. Five hits. One error. And the Mets had two left on. Six runs, five hits, one error, two left on. At the end of one, the score of the New York Mets, six, and the Cincinnati Reds, nothing. Doubleheader today and a doubleheader tomorrow. Following the doubleheader tomorrow, which, by the way, will start at 2 o'clock, Casey and the Mets will be flying to the West Coast on Monday where they open two games against the Dodgers in Los Angeles. Then on to San Francisco for two games, three in Cincinnati, and then back home. On the next homestand, starting on the 14th of August against the Phillies, the New York Mets will be entertaining the Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals come in on Friday night, August 17th, for a weekend series. And, of course, Friday night, August 17th, will be Stan Musial night here at the Polo Grounds. New York Mets paying tribute to one of the truly great players in the history of the game. And you know there's quite a variety of professions listed in the committee working to make Stan Musial night 
a big success. From the field of entertainment, Arthur Godfrey and Horace Bingman. Toot Shore, Fred Corcoran of the International Golf Association. Miller Moore, the president of the Missouri Society of New York. And from the business world, Ed Mosler. Many fine gifts will be presented to the great Cardinal star. And Stan the Man has requested that any donations be used for establishing a scholarship at Columbia. These may be mailed to Stan Musial Night, Box 666, New York 39, New York. Cincinnati will have Jerry Lynch, the left fielder, leading off against Roger Craig. The Mets out in front, six to nothing. First pitch thrown right in there, call strike one. Six runs on five hits, including home runs by Charlie Neal and Mara Thronberry. Rod Keneal and Richie Ashburn getting run-scoring base hits. Inside and low, one ball, one strike on Jerry Lynch. Lynch hitting at 312 on the year. Left-hand batter, and he has good power. That's playing him as a pole hitter. Everything is swung around toward right. Right called. One and two now on Jerry Lynch. Frank Robinson will be hitting next, and then Gordon Coleman. and the count even, two balls and two strikes. Even count, two and two. Foul ball, barely got a piece of that one, and it was fouled into the dirt right by home plate. Baseball writer Jerry Holtzman has an article appearing in a national magazine on the emphasis on the pinch hitting role in baseball. And, of course, one of the foremost is Jerry Lynch. Ground ball on the right side of the diamond. Rod Keneal to his left. He's up. Takes the Thronberry in back. One away and nobody on. And the hitter now will be Frank Robinson. He's been red hot. Robinson hitting 334 with 20 home runs and 89 runs batted in. Craig checking with Chuchu Coleman to pick up his sign. The outfield deep and around toward left. Roger winds and pitches. Ground ball to shortstop to his left. Neal, he's up with it. Charlie throw. Two down. Charlie Neal gliding off to his left, smoothly fielding the grounder and throwing out Frank Robinson. Gordon Coleman hitting a 275 with 21 home runs and 60 runs batted in. Gordon Cole.
Coleman hitting a 275 with 21 home runs and 60 runs batted in. Coleman takes a breaking ball in the dirt. One ball and no strike. The Mets in front, six to nothing. We're in the top of the second. Now Craig winds. Down comes his pitch. And that's over. One ball, one strike. The Mets made the most of their opportunities in the opening inning off Johnny Kripstein and Ted Wells. hit hard, a base hit, over second into center field. Jim Hickman up with the ball, whips it back in. So there is the first hit off Roger Craig, and it brings up Johnny Edwards. Edwards hitting at 280. Johnny Edwards, a smooth and receiver, and he's had a real good year offensively for Cincinnati. Young ball player, and it looks like Cincinnati, barring injuries, will be all set behind the plate for a long time to come. Outside and lowest, ball one. Well, Stan Musial continues to amaze everyone. Stan has opened up. Seven-point lead over the Dodgers' Tommy Davis down the National League batting race. Outside and lowest, ball two, two and nothing. Stan hitting 355, Tommy Davis 348. Cincinnati's Frank Robinson third. Big offensive story in the National League these days, though, is being written by Frank Howard of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He has been tearing up the list. Now the 2-0 pitch, all strike, 2-1. and one. In five of the last six Dodger victories, Howard has knocked in the winning run. Knocked in almost 60 runs in less than 40 ball games. Down two and one on Johnny Edwards. Gordy Coleman on first base, two men down. In comes the pitch. Whack foul upstairs and out of play off to the left. So the count is two and two now on the left-handed batting catcher. weeks ago, Frank Howard wasn't even close to being among the leaders and runs batted in. Now his total is up to 79. Tommy Davis having a fabulous year for the Dodgers. The Brooklyn boy has 110 runs batted in. Pitching two and two to Edwards. A ground ball to his right goes Rod Keneal. Rod is up with it. Takes the Thronberry and the side is up. One hit, no errors, one left on. And now at the end of an inning and a half, the score of the New York Mets six and the Cincinnati Reds nothing. Now 
Felix Mantilla bats against southpaw Ted Wills in the last half of the second. Felix hit a long fly that was caught his first time up. And the left-hander's fastball is over, strike one call. Jerry Lynch went back in front of the bullpen in deep left center to pull down the long fly hit by Mantilla. Here's the wind-up pitch by Ted Wills. In there, strike two calls. Frank Thomas on deck and then Miles Thronberry. Now the two-strike pitch to Mantilla. Outside and low, he tried to get him to go for a bad ball. One ball and two strikes. Scooped out by Johnny Edwards on the count two and two. Fly ball to straightaway center field. Moving back, Veda Benson. He settles under it. And Veda makes the catch, retiring Felix Manvilla. Well, way nobody out in the last of the second, and now Frank Thomas bats for the second time. Frank 0 for 1, grounded out pitcher to first during the six-run first inning. The Mets have three hitters dealing a hot hand on the long ball right now. Frank Thomas, Charlie Neal, and Marv Thronberry. Thomas has hit six of the last three games. Thronberry now has hit four in the last three. game of a doubleheader. A lot of baseball still in store for us throughout the afternoon, so come out and join us. That's a strike to Thomas. Take it on the outside corner. Now Wills winds. In comes his pitch. This one is in the dirt out in front of the plate. Skips away, no damage done with the bases clear, and the count is even at one ball, one strike. The Cincinnati outfield has really swung around to left against Frank Thomas. Ralph, take a look at that uh, right fielder, Frank Robinson. He looks like the center fielder. Beta Pence is over at left center and almost over on the line, and with his back up against the wall is Jerry Lynch. He should happen to hit that ball to right field. He can run over tomorrow. Outside and high, two and one. You can bet me right now, though, Bob, that he's going all out for that home run. And it's the only thing to do. Six runs ahead, and of course, all those records do count. You bet your life they do. He'd be making a big mistake if he didn't go for it. 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. And the count is even 2-2. Two and two. It's not every day in the life of a baseball player that he gets to write his name in a record book, and Thomas has a chance to do it here this afternoon. Nobody on. Two 
Now Wills over the head. Down comes the arm. And he pops the ball up. An infield pop fly down the first baseline. Gordy Coleman under it. And he makes the catch. Ball caught in fair territory. Two men down now in the home second. And the batter will be Mara Thronberry. Thronberry hit a home run in the upper deck in right field in the first inning. For Marv is fourth in the last three games. He now has nine for the year. Thronberry hitting at 270. on a high fastball. Strike one. Ed Wills came on to replace Johnny Clipstein in the opening inning. Breaking ball over. A strike two call. The miss got off to a lightning start against Clipstein. Ashburn walked. Charlie Neal hit a home run to the opposite field. Two runs were in. Mantilla and Thomas were retired, but Thronberry homered, and it was three to nothing. Marv taking one ball and two strikes. Jim Hickman walked. Clarence Coleman singled. Rod Keneald in single, scoring Jim Hickman. Wills took over for Clipstein and threw the ball away at first to let the fifth run come in. And Ashburn singled, knocked in run number six. Check swing, a broken bat, slow grounder to third. Up with the ball is Casco, the peg, out at first on a close play. Broken bat, slow grounder, hit the third, and on a very, very close play, Thronberry is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. Now at the end of two, the score, the New York Mets six, and the Cincinnati Reds nothing. Right now we go along to the third inning, and a fellow who wrote his name into the record book so many times, and now has been operating from a different vantage point throughout the season, watching some of the great names in the National League try to assault his own records, Ralph Kiner. Okay, Bob, top of the third, 6-0 Mets lead. And the Cincinnati ball club coming to bat here with Leo Cardenas leading off, followed by Ted Wells and the leadoff man. Eddie Caskall, Leo Cardenas, right-hand batting shortstop, and the first pitch from Roger Craig is a curveball that breaks over strike one. Leo batting 277, six home runs, 33 runs batted in. Roger Craig, 31 years of age, in the windup, and back to Cardenas with a one-strike pitch. And there's a high pop-up. Charlie Neal, right on the edge of the grass, waiting for the ball to come down, moves in a couple of steps and makes the catch. Out number one. Roger Craig, so far, has given up one base hit. That was the Gordy Coleman, a line single to center field. He has struck out one, walked none. And he is now pitching to his ninth man here with one out in the top of the third. Leading by a score of six to nothing. It'll be Ted Wills who came on in the game in relief of Johnny Clipstein, who started. Wells batting from the left-hand side. And he takes a slider on the outside corner. Strike one call. (laughs) 
Dodger back to work with a one-strike pitch, a curveball that drops over in the strike zone, strike two. Roger with a record this year against Cincinnati, 0-2. Shakes off the first sign from his catcher, Choo-Choo Coleman. Has shaken off three now. Takes a fourth, and here's the two-strike pitch. Swing and a miss at a curveball, strike three. Roger picking up his second strikeout, out number two. now and Ed Casco comes up. Batting for the second time. He was hit by a pitch ball his first time up. Batting 259. Casco right hand batting third baseman. 6 nothing. Mets lead it. They have five hits to the Reds one. First pitch to Casco. Fastball through knee high. Strike one. Wind blowing in from the right field area towards third base. Craig back to Casco with a good breaking curveball. Strike two. Roger with not, not many runs at all prior to this game. In about his last ten starts, really having a laugher here so far. Six nothing his way. This has been a real millennium for him. There's a check and a swing in time, ball one. Casco almost went through on a curveball that was out of the strike zone. One ball, two strikes. One of the losses to Cincinnati, a two-pitch loss. He came in through two pitches, and Marty Keough hit a home run off the second. There's the curve, and again, it's down too low. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. Two men out, top of the third inning. And Roger back in with a curveball. Got him looking. Strike three. Third strikeout for Roger Craig in the inning, three up and three down. And the score at the end of two and one half innings of play. The Mets six, the Cincinnati Reds have none. Bottom half the third inning, the Mets coming up now to bat for the third time. They scored six runs in the first inning, the only run scored in the game, and they lead it by a score six to nothing. Leading off here against Ted Wills will be Jim Hickman, followed by Choo Choo Coleman and Rod Keneal. Jim walked his first time up. Right-hand batting center fielder. And he takes a curveball over strike one. Jim batting 265. Eight home runs, 28 runs batted in. Now the left-hander back with a fastball. A drive, fell at the left center field. Pinson can't get to it. It's down in the corner there. Here goes Hickman, the second base. He's going to try for third. And he'll make it standing up. with a long triple to left center field. That ball was on the line, really driven through the hall. Ada Pinson, one of the fastest outfielders in baseball, couldn't get near. 
Jim on at third base with no one out. That's his first base hit. And the batter now, Choo-Choo Coleman. Second base hit off Ted Wells since he came in the game. Infield is in, and the first pitch to the left-handed batting catcher is a fastball right under the chin for ball one. Coleman singled the left field his first time up. Batting 235, one home run, three runs batted in. His home run coming last night with a man on. One strike pitch is swung on and missed. Ted Wells takes a look at Jim Hickman the third. Now gets his sign from John Edwards. Winds and delivers back to the left-handed batter. Called strike. The count now. One ball, two strikes. Holman's home run last night as a pinch hitter. He has the distinction of hitting the first Mets home run in their history. That came in a spring training exhibition game. There's a fastball popped up down the right field line. This might be trouble, but it's going to be in foul territory. A good play by the second. Now drop. Tom Blasingham came over, got his glove on the ball, then dropped it. Long run, no error on the play. Hickman would have scored if he'd have caught the ball from third base. His passing game was still going with his back to the infield out towards the right field wall. Can't hold him out. One ball and two strikes. Blossom game one, about 120 feet for that ball. He was playing in at his second base position, even with the line running between first and second. Now the one-two pitch again to Coleman. A swing and a miss, strike three. Ted Wills picks up a strikeout. That's his second since he came in the game. And now one out as Rod Keneal comes to bat. And while we have a conference on the mound, we'll take this opportunity to pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting. Stay tuned to WGY. Still around the area, come on out. Plenty of activity going on between games. They're going to present the finalists in the Miss Rheingold contest. Also, another game coming up after this one. Schedule the pitch in that one, Bob Miller, for the Mets. Here's Rod Cadill. He takes outside for ball one. John Edwards in the conference at the mound with Ted Wills. Very alert for a possible squeeze play here. Infield playing very shallow, trying to cut off any future runs. The Mets lead 6-0. Pitch back to Keneal, foul away, strike one. Rod single to center field to drive in a run in the first inning. One for one. That was his first hit in the series against Cincinnati. Batting 293 at the start of the game. Rod Keneal, right hand batting 
second baseman. And there's a bunt towards first base. Here comes Coleman's play. He's into the ball. And the ball thrown away at first base. Still going to second as a run scores. Now he's going to go to third. Here comes the play from Don Blassingame, and Camille goes all the way to third base on a bunt. scored as a base hit, a run batted in for Rod Keneal on the safety squeeze, and when Coleman threw the ball away at first base with Don Blassingame covered, the air allowing Keneal to go all the way to third, an air on Coleman, the first baseman, and it's a 7-0 game in favor of the Reds. It's a 7-0 game in favor of the Mets. The air goes to the pitcher. Coleman couldn't handle the ball. The pitcher threw the ball. So that's the second error by the pitcher. Dead Wills. And the first pitch to Roger Craig is outside. Ball one. was safe on an error by Wells in the first inning. There's a punt attempt, but foul. Again, the safety squeeze put on. Keneal at third base was out running on the suicide, waiting for the bunt to go in a direction to allow him to score. that talked to Ted Rose once again, now back behind home plate. Infield still playing in. Mets lead at seven runs on seven hits. Reds have no runs and only one hit. Roger Craig, 0 for 1. Right-hand batting pitcher. And the 1-1 pitch to him is fouled off the catcher's glove. One ball, two strikes. two strikes as Wills winds and comes back to Craig a fun attempt for strike three and holding at third base on the safety fun again Rod Keneal so Craig goes down it's a strikeout for Ted Wills as Craig bunted through the ball catcher holding on to it foul tip area and it brings up Richie Ashburn, Richie one for one, also drove in a run, scored one when he walked in the first inning. Seven nothing game in favor of the Mets. And the first pitch to the left-handed batter is outside, ball one. Richie started the game hitting 314.
strike two, Ashburn. Inside, ball two. Two balls and no strikes with two outs. Rod Cadeal at third base. Jim Hickman led off with a triple to left center field, scored on a safety squeeze by Keneal, and Keneal went all the way to third in an error by the pitcher. 2-0 pitch to Ritchie, flies foul into the upper deck, strike one. Mets scored six runs in the first inning on a two-run home run by Charlie Neal, a solo home run by Mark Thronberry, hit by Rod Cadillo, an error, and a base hit by Richie Ashford. There's the 2-1 pitch. It's fouled straight back, strike two. Count now, two balls, two strikes with two outs. game of a doubleheader coming your way from the Polo Ground. Doubleheader tomorrow starting 2 o'clock with these same two teams. Now Ted Wells looking for the sign, has it? Winds and delivers to Ashburn high inside. A fastball, ball three. So Richie working the count all the way out at three balls and two strikes with Charlie Neal, the on-deck batter. 7 nothing game, Mets lead it. Mets looking for their first win over the Cincinnati Reds. The only team they have not beaten this year. The 3-2 pitch to Ritchie, lying to the third baseman, Eddie Casco. He takes it for out number three. But in the inning, the Mets pick up one run on two hits. There was one error. One man was left in the score at the end of three innings of play. The New York Mets seven, the Cincinnati Reds nothing. And right now, very, very light drizzle starting to fall. Well, all set to go at the top of the fourth. And the first pitch to Don Blossing game is bunted foul. Strike one. Roger Craig now working in the fourth inning has gone through three innings, allowing only one hit. He has struck out three, left one man on. For the Mets, they have seven runs on seven hits, and they have left three men on. Blasting game. It went into a double play his first time up. Bounced the ball out in front of the plate. Juju Coleman picked it up, fired it to the shortstop covering the second, and they picked up the man at first base for the double play. Slow curveball that is not over. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Now the right-hander back. Blasting game takes it. Ball two. He was going to bunt, held up at the last minute when he saw the ball outside the strike zone. Break back to the left-hander. A base hit hit down towards the shortstop. Charlie Neal up with it has no chance to make a play. Does throw, but Thronberry comes off the bag. To block it and hold the runner at first base. Infield base hit for Don Blessing game. And that is hit number two off Roger Craig. Gordy Coleman picking up the first. 
That'll bring up Veda Benson. Veda was called out of the strikes his first time up. Left-hand batting center fielder. Eddie pops the first pitch up in foul territory. Mantia going over by the stand. Has room and makes the catch. And blasting game tagged up at first base. Moves on down from first, but holds there as Mantia runs it back towards the infield. One out now. The dangerous Pinson is out. And up comes Jerry Lynch. Left-hand batting left fielder. Grounded out to second base his first time up. And he swings and fouls the first pitch out of play. Strike one. Lynch batting 312 at the start of the game. And now the sprinkles coming down a little bit more often. Sky is very light. Doesn't seem too probable that uh, we'll have a heavy rain. Of course, you can never tell. One strike pitch, a slow curve, swung on a miss for strike two. Roger Craig into the stretch to look at first base, and the two-strike pitch is a curve ball, swung on a miss, strike three. So Jerry Lynch goes down on the strikeout. Strikeout number four for Roger Craig. And with two out, Frank Robinson comes to bat. Frank grounded out the shortstop his first time up. Start of the game hitting 334. 20 home runs, 89 runs batted in. 7-0 game and now time call by Tom Gorman. And they're going to put the tarp on. And we'll have a slight rain delay. So this market down is 40 minutes of relaxation time, and we're all set to go here. Roger Craig pitching to Frank Robinson. A quick look at the scores in the National League. Milwaukee 6, Philadelphia nothing through two innings. Dallas Green against Bob Henley. Adcock his 20th home run. Henley helping his own cause with a home run. Houston out in the first inning with no score. Bruce and Washburn there. And now Roger Craig with a sign to Frank Robinson. And the first pitch, a curve hit off the end of the bat in the shallow center field. Going back to Neal, he can't get to it. Jim Hickman now coming in from center field, picks it up, and Frank Robinson singles to center field, moving blasting game over to third. Runners now first and third with two outs, and the batter will be Gordy Coleman. Officially, the rain delay, 38 minutes. And if you want to tack on 10 seconds, you can. Frank Robinson with his first base hit. That is hit number three off Roger Craig. Seven-nothing game in favor of the Mets. And the left-handed batting first baseman, Gordy Coleman, the batter. He picked up the first hit of the game for Cincinnati, and he swings and fouls the first pitch down to Dick Sister, the first base coach. Coaching at third base, Reggie Otero. Two men out, one strike count on Gordon Coleman. Craig making his 23rd start of the year now with the sign and to the plate. Robinson runs, the pitch is hit foul. 
So with the Cincinnati Club trailing 7-0, manager Freddie Hutchinson having Robinson run with two men out. He's on at first base now returning. Count 0-2. They were not holding him on. Thornberry playing behind the runner, trying to get all the room he can get in defending against the left-handed batter. Still a couple of steps behind Frank Robinson. As Craig takes the sign from Chichu Coleman. Here's the stretch position. A look at first base. And the pitch back to Coleman outside. Ball one. Fastball way outside. Not a pitch out because the catcher, Chichu Coleman, not out there before the pitch came. He had to move out to catch the ball. Field fan out deep and towards right center field. There's a bouncing ball hit foul again as Craig comes in with a slider. Count holding the one ball and two strikes. First game of two coming your way at the polo ground. Seven nothing game in favor of the Mets. They're looking for their first win in nine starts against Cincinnati. There goes Robinson again, and again the ball is fouled away. Oh, Frank Robinson getting exercise at first base, and the can holds the one ball and two strikes. In double headers, the Mets have won both games twice, both times against Milwaukee. They have lost both games ten times and have split seven games. front here in the first game, 7-0. Again, the 1-2 pitch, and it's outside. This time a pitch out, but Robinson does not go. Two balls and two strikes. Don Blossom game on at third. Two men out. Craig in good motion before the rain delay, now trying to get back in rhythm to come back after sitting down for some 38 minutes. Now the pitch back to the left-handed batter, and again it's fouled away, this time straight back. Now remaining at two balls and two strikes with two outs. Roger has a record this year against Cincinnati of no wins and two losses for the lifetime record. He stands at 87 against them. And his lifetime major league record, one game below 500, 54 and 55. Now the set position, Craig looking at first and throwing there. Robinson at first base back easily. He had a short lead, about two steps, and Thornberry has been moved in to defend right on the bag. Again, throw to first base, and again, Robinson back. Roger looking at first and throwing there again, three in a row. Robinson with a very short lead. Roger has picked up 11 men so far this year. There goes the runner. The curveball hits to left center field, high in the air, going back Thomas, and he is calling. Now Hickman moves across and takes him back away. 
And that we saw as a side. At the last minute, Jim Hickman came across and back at Thomas and made the catch. In the inning for the Cincinnati Reds, they were out for 38 minutes because of rain. No runs on two hits. No errors and two men left. And the score at the end, a three and one half innings of play. The New York Mets seven runs on seven hits. The Reds have no runs on three. While Ted Wills warms up on the mound getting ready to pitch to Charlie Neal, we'll look at the scores in the American League. The Yankees out in the top of the first inning. And now batting against Frank Bauman. As the Chicago White Sox play the Yankees in Chicago. It is Bill Stafford going for the Yankees, his record 9-6. and six. At Cleveland, it's tied up 2-2 through two innings of play. Los Angeles scheduled at Baltimore. Minnesota playing Detroit. Column and Regan, the opposing pitchers in that one. And Washington won Boston nothing through two innings of play. Burnside against Conley. One home run in that game by Shavey in the first inning. In that Kansas City-Cleveland game, McGee pitching against Perry. Right now, though, Charlie Neal. Batting against the left-hander in the first pitch by Wills. A fastball high, ball one. It was Charlie Neal's two-run home run that gave the Mets a quick two-run lead in the first inning. They added four more, scoring six runs in the first. And they lead it 7-0 through three-and-a-half innings. Johnny Neal, the right-hand batting shortstop. One for two in the game. Next pitch to Charlie. A curveball swung on foul straight back out of play. Neal batting 255 at the start of the game. Eight home runs at the start now with nine for the season. He and... Thornberry tied up with nine apiece. And along with Mantia, they are second to Frank Thomas. Frank has a total of 25. Now John Edwards, the catcher for the Reds, out talking it over with Wills on the mound. Wills, the second pitcher used by the Cincinnati club. John Clipstein started the game, went two-thirds of an inning, was charged with six runs. Here's the windup and the 1 1 pitch. Inside and low, ball two. John Clipstein, the pitcher of record in the ballgame for Cincinnati. Now Wills back to Charlie Neal with a fastball. Swung on a miss for strike two. Fastball down below the knees. Two balls, two strikes. up in the 2-2 pitch. Foul tip down off the shin guards. Ralph Garner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from the polo grounds. Mets leading 7-0. No one out. Bottom half of the fourth. The count 2-2 on Charlie Neal. And the pitch to Charlie. A fastball hit right back at Wills. He takes it a good play on one bound. Throws the first base to get out number one. 
Out Ted Wells by good defensive work, turning the base hit into an out. And it brings up Felix Mantia. Mantia flied out the deep left field. The ball caught by Jerry Lynch in left field right in front of the bullpen. And he also flied out the center looking for his first base hit, 0 for 2. Batting 269 at the start of the game. Now Mantia asking for Wam Gorman to take a look at the ball. Now, evidently, we'll correct that. Will's asking for some extra pitches to see whether or not his right hand, which evidently got in the way of that smash to the box, is okay for pitching. It has to go. And the first pitch to Mantia by the left-hander, outside and high, ball one. On deck batter, Frank Thomas looking for a home run to tie another major league record. He's had six home runs in three games to tie the three-game home run record in the Major League. And the 1-0 pitch to Mantia outside for ball two. Met seven runs on seven hits. They have left three men on. Reds have no runs on three hits, and they have left three on. Bottom half of the fourth inning, one out. Two old pitches low down in the dirt ball three. No man here out in front, three and all. Batting against Ed Will. from Fresno, California, six foot two, two hundred pounds, has a lifetime major league record of six wins and nine losses. This is his first appearance against the Mets. Three-hole pitch, a strike called at the knee. Wells' record this year, 0-1. He lost that game on June 27th to San Francisco. Six to three. He worked six innings in that one. Now the windup and the 3-1 pitch. Call strike two. Fastball at the knees. And Wills now picking the count up to three and two. Frank Thomas waiting in the on-deck circle, swinging three bats, standing up. Windup and the 3-2 pitch. Line to left field, but foul. Foul. Bouncing off the left field wall and going out toward shallow left field. New ball in play. The count's still three and two. As Wills reads the signs from John Edwards. Here's the windup and the delivery to Mantia, and this one has popped up. Second baseman, Don Blassingame, back in shallow right field. Falling on, coming strong is Frank Robinson, but Blassingame makes the catch as Robinson slightly bumps into him. So two out now, and Frank Thomas comes to bat.
Mike has bounced back to the pitcher and popped up to the first baseman. 0 for 2. Right-hand hitting left fielder. And the first pitch to him by the left-hander is hit off the end of the bat over towards the second base side and taken there by Blassingame. That was a spinning grouper-type hit that Blassingame took going towards right field. Ball hit right off the end of the bat. Three up and three down the score at the end of four. The New York Mets seven. The Cincinnati Reds nothing. All right, Ralph. Johnny Edwards will be coming out to lead off as the game moves into the fifth inning. High and somewhat leaden overcast, although not any apparent immediate threat of rain. Well, fans, light up a Viceroy and find out what we mean when we say... Viceroy has got the taste that's right. Roger Craig on the mound for the New York Mets. Roger trying for his sixth win of the year. Many times a sustained delay caused by rain will throw a pitcher out of that good groove like Roger Craig was in prior to the delay. But Roger came back after giving up a bloop base hit to Frank Robinson to get Coleman on a long fly and retire the side. Now Johnny Edwards is up in the top of the fifth inning. This is the first game of a doubleheader on Rheingold Day. Tomorrow a doubleheader with Cincinnati to wind up the homestand. The Mexican will be on the road for one week. Call Roger Craig out of his land up the pitch thrown, taken a little bit low, one ball and no strike. Johnny Edwards, left-hand hitter, and they play him as a full hitter around the right. Hit hard down to first, take it on the first out by Thornberry. He races to the bag, makes the play unassisted, one man down. Low line drive hit by Johnny Edwards, and Thornberry caught the ball on the short hop. One away and nobody on. Now here's Leo Cardenas, the shortstop. Cardenas 0 for 1. Retired on a pop fly to short his first time up. Batting at 277, he's a right-hand hitter. Craig's pitch, a little bit inside. One ball and no strikes. This is not yet an official ball game. Four and a half innings required with the home team ahead. Five full innings with the home team behind. Foul ball, he barely got a piece of that one off the end of the bat. One ball, one strike. One ball, one strike on Leo Cardenas. Now Craig out of his windup. In comes the pitch. A swing and a miss on a slider. One ball and two strikes. Roger Craig checking with battery mate Choo Coleman. Bounced foul off the plate, going back now toward the Cincinnati Red dugout. And the count stays at one and two on Cardinals. In comes the pistachico, and he reaches for it and pops the ball up near the plate. 
Coleman gets rid of the mask, makes the grab in foul ground near home plate. Now there are two men down in the fifth inning, and the batter will be the pitcher, Ted Wells. batting left-handed up for the second time. He was struck out by Craig his first time up. Ted from Fresno, California. A hot smash through the hole. A base hit going to right field. Wells jumping right on the first pitch. Singles to right. Last year, Ted Wells was in the Red Sox organization pitching at Seattle in the Coast League where he was 4-4. Four and four. That is base hit number four for Cincinnati off Roger Craig. Now the top of the order for the leadoff batter, Eddie Casco. Eddie has been hit by a pitch and taken a call third strike. He's 0 for 1. A little bit low. One ball, no strikes. Casco hitting at 259. up in pitching position. Delivers and it's dribbled foul down the third baseline. No play. One ball, one strike. Play held up for a moment. Tom Gorman getting a new supply of baseballs. Tom Gorman, the crew chief of his fine umpiring team, working behind the plate. The 1-1 delivery. A smash it hard, backhanded by Charlie Neal. He throws to Keneal, and the side is out. Good play by Charlie Neal. That was a low smash, and Neal whirled across the body, made the backhanded stab, and then had plenty of time to make the force at second base on Ted Wills. No runs, one hit. No errors, one left on. And this is now an official ball game. At the end of four and a half innings, the score of the New York Mets, seven. And the Cincinnati Reds, nothing. Now the home half of the fifth inning with Mara Thronberry hitting against Southpaw Ted Wells. Wills came in the game replacing Johnny Clipstein in the first, and the New York Mets scored six of their seven. Inside and low, it's ball one. Marv has one hit a home run and two times up. His home run, his ninth of the year, was really whacked. Carried to the upper deck in right field. Marv has now hit four home runs in his last three games. In the dirt, no damage done. Ball two, two and oh. New York, seven runs on seven hits and no errors. Cincinnati, no runs, four hits, and two errors were in the last of the fifth inning. First game of a doubleheader. Wills out of his windup, delivers. Ground ball, fouled on the first baseline, no play. For those of you just joining us, this game was delayed 38 minutes because of rain. The rain delay came in the top of the fourth with Frank Robinson at bat.
the count, two and one on Thornberry. The pitch by Wills inside. It's ball three. Marv had to get out of the way of that one. Thornberry hitting at 270 now. That batting average has been coming up day after day. When he first joined the New York Mets, he had been inactive for quite a while, and he was rusty. Swung, foul tip, three and two. Last year, he was used as a utility player by the Baltimore Orioles, used both in the outfield and occasionally to spell Diamond Jim Gentile. He had come to Baltimore from Kansas City. Full count on Mara Thronberry, three and two. Foul ball, back upstairs. This will be out of play, and the count remains the same. Nobody on, nobody out. Last half of inning number five. the payoff pitch to Thornberry, a grounder down the first baseline, fielded by Gordy Coleman. He pegs to Wills, who comes over to cover in time, and Thornberry is out. So Thornberry, the left-hand hitter, pulled the southpaw, Ted Wills, but grounds out to Gordon Coleman. One away and nobody on. The batter will be Jim Hickman. Jim drew a walk, later scored in the first. He tripled deep to left center in the third inning and came in to score on the bunt single by Rod Keneal. Six of the seven runs charged against Clipstein, the starter. One has been charged to Ted Wells. Here's the wind-up pitch by Wells, and that's over for a call strike to Jim Hickman. When Ted Wells came in the game in the first, the score was four to nothing. to Hickman in the dirt. He lays off and the count even. One ball, one strike. Well, Casey Stingle will have Bob Miller pitching in the second game today against Cincinnati. It may be lefty Joe Nuxall or right-hander Jim Maloney for the Cincinnati Reds. The Mets trying to cool off the hottest team in baseball. Reds have won 14 of their last 16 games. Outside the high... Hickman taking two balls and one strike. Pitching two and one. A drive in the air toward the alley in right center field. Running hard for it is Robinson. He can't get it. Ball is rolling all the way back to the bleacher wall in right center field. Hickman is on his way to third. He is in standing up with a triple. Jim Hickman with his second three-base hit of the game. Jim had gone all year without a triple, and now he has triples back-to-back. That is the eighth hit in the game for the New York Mets, and it brings up Chuchu Coleman. Coleman singled to the opposite field in the first inning. He was struck out in the third inning, so Chuchu has one hit and two times up. 
the Reds bring the infield in with the runner on third, one man down. Wills, the left-hander, winds and pitches. A drive hit hard down the right field lane towards the seat. Down, a home run. with a line drive into the right field stands for a two-run homer. Lawrence getting his second. He hit a pinch hit two-run homer in the game last night. And now the New York Mets lead Cincinnati by a score of 9 to nothing in the last of the fifth inning. Rod Caneal whacks one foul high in the air toward the backstop. Back comes Johnny Edwards, but he has no play. Well, Clarence Coleman, a left-hand hitter, teed off on a southpaw pitcher, Ted Wills, and he hit a line drive just high enough to nestle into the lower grandstand in the right field. It was really hit. So the Mets now have hit three home runs in today's first game. They now have hit 12 home runs in their last three games. They need two more in this game to tie a major league record. Foul ball right straight back. The count strike two on Rod Keneal. Rod two for two in the game. He singled in the first to drive in a run. And then with Hickman on third after a triple, he bunted him home and bunted so well that he bunted for a base hit. So Keneal two for two and two runs batted in. The Mets now with nine runs on nine hits. Out of his windup, the pitch to Keneal, a call strike on the outside corner, and Keneal is caught looking. Rod called out on strikes. Two down now, nobody on, and Roger Craig getting a hand as he comes up to hit. Thursday afternoon against the Philadelphia Phillies, Art Mahaffey, the New York Mets, hit four home runs. Frank Thomas hit two, and Marv Thronberry hit two. Last night, the New York Mets hit five home runs. Today, they have hit three. Inside and low, one ball and no strikes to Roger Craig. In the game last night, Frank Thomas hit two. Clarence Coleman, Marv Thronberry, and Charlie Neal each hit one. Swing and a miss. One and one on Roger Craig. Two runs in on the two-run homer by Choo Choo, and the pitch inside and low. Craig takes it, two balls and a strike. Milwaukee Braves on home runs by Joe Adcock, his 20th of the year, and by pitcher Bob Henley. Lead the Phillies in the first game of a doubleheader by a score of 6 to nothing at the end of 4. Ball 3, it's 3-1 three and one now on Craig. Houston and St. Louis, no score at the end of 2. Bob Bruce against Ray Washburn. The Cubs and Dodgers play on the West Coast, and the Bucks and Giants on the West Coast. 
Pitching three and one. That's over a call strike, a full count three and two. Two outs, nobody on. The payoff pitch by Wills is a high pop-up down the right field line. It's a foul ball, and it's over toward the crowd. It'll be out of play. Ball hitting off the scoreboard and foul territory in right field, so it stays at three and two on Roger Craig. Now the payoff pitch. Swing and a messy struck him out. That's five strikeouts for relief pitcher Ted Wills. The Mets in the fifth inning scored two runs on two hits. They were long hits, a triple to right center by Jim Hickman, and a home run by Clarence Choo-Choo Coleman. Two runs, two hits, no errors, none left on. Now five innings complete the score. The New York Mets nine and the Cincinnati Reds nothing. Don Blassing game is up against Roger Craig in the top of the sixth inning with the Mets in front, nine to nothing. Blassing game, one hit and two times up. Got a base hit to deep shortstop in the fourth inning. Craig out of his windup pitches to him. He runs up as if to bunt and doesn't offer at it, and the count is one ball and no strikes. First game of a doubleheader, and we have the big ceremonies today between games of the doubleheader, so you're not too far away. We hope you'll join us. That's over a call strike. One ball, one strike. Craig looking in to get his sign. Blasting game leading off in the sixth inning. Here's the 1-1 pitch. He tries to drag a bunt and misses. And the count is one ball and two strikes. Well, our Mr. Lindsey Nelson will be down on the field surrounded by all that beauty. The six Miss Rheingold candidates between games of the doubleheader. He hasn't had much sleep by the time the game was over last night and he drove to Huntington and then ironed himself a new shirt so he'd look real good for the gals while it was getting a little late. One-two pitch. Inside and low, and the count is even. Two and two. First, first day all year, I've seen Lindsay shave three times before noon. He's only one behind me. Foul ball hit off to the right. Count stays on blasting game at two and two. But half the bachelors of New York are on the way to the polo grounds. Now Craig Winding pitches two and two. Inside and low to blasting game, and we have a full count, three and two. And gals being the wonderful things that they are, 
They're probably all worried about their new hairdo right now because we did have that rain shower that lasted about 38 minutes. Now the payoff pitch. Ground ball slowly hit towards short. Charged by Neal. Charlie throws out at first base. Charlie Neal turning in a slick game around shortstop. Charged in hard on a slow bounder. One away and nobody on. That brings up Beta Penson. Beta called out on strikes in the first. Fouled out to Mantilla. In the fourth inning, he's hit less than two times up. Beta batting at 293. Mets play him as a pull hitter to right field. A little bit low on a three-quarter speed delivery by Roger Craig. One ball and no strikes. Beautiful off-speed pitch by Craig right in there. He's really serving that slow stuff to Beta Penson. One ball, one strike. Marv Thronberry and Rod Keneal back deep on the right side of the infield, and Charlie Neal shaded towards second. Swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. One away, nobody on. Visiting sixth inning, Mets in front, nine to nothing. Goes the leg. Down comes the arm. Curve in the dirt. Tried to get him to chase a bad ball. And the count is even now at two and two. Now the two-two pitch. He went after a slow breaking pitch. Barely nicked it a foul ball. And the count stays the same. Ryan Gold Extra Dry, happy to be sending you the play-by-play from the Polo Grounds. Pitching two and two. Hit hard to short on one hop, fielded by Charlie Neal. On to Thornberry, in time for Benson. Charlie Neal being kept mighty busy around shortstop in this ballgame. Two outs and nobody on. Now Jerry Lynch will be hitting. He went after it. Strike one. Charlie Neal has already handled seven chances flawlessly at shortstop in this ballgame, and we're in the sixth inning. Charlie has five assists and two putouts. The pitch to Lynch, outside and low, one ball, one strike. Breeze freshening up. Getting across the playing field from first toward third. Craig over the head, the 1-1 pitch to Lynch. A changeup lined hard into right field, a base hit. Ashburn, the carom gets by Richie and rolls toward the bullpen. So Lynch is on his way to second. He's around second, headed toward third. Rod Keneal's relay peg, not in time. And Lynch goes all the way to third with a triple. Carom came off the wall very fast and went 
beyond the reach of Ashburn and had to be run down by Hickman and right center, so it's a three-base in. And before Frank Robinson steps in, we'll step out for station identification. Time, 3.32. This is WGY connected AA10 on your dial, where the time is 3.32 and the temperature is 78 degrees. Reds now with a total of five hits in the game, and the batter is Frank Robinson. Frank has one hit and two times up. He's the number three hitter in the National League. In comes the pitch to him. Foul ball. That's headed a mile. Goes up over the roof, but no telling how far beyond that. And we had a few drops of rain falling once again. This is now an official ball game. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Mets in front, nine to nothing. Pitch thrown to Frank Robinson, and he's hit by the pitch. Robinson hit by the pitch, a fastball that got away from Roger Craig. And I believe it caught him on the left arm between the shoulder and the elbow. Now Frank is on his feet and walking down to first base. on first and third now. Frank Robinson going down to first. Coach Dick Sussler comes over now to talk to Robinson to check with him as to how his arm feels after being hit by the pitch. Now he seems to be looking more at the back of his hand. We thought as he fell away that it caught him on the arm but it seemed to be now more down on his hand. Runners on first and third. Robinson took a long lead off first base. Craig had his back to him. He misread Craig. He thought Craig was making a move to try and get him. Roger actually wasn't making a move. And as Robinson broke trying to get back to first, he stumbled and fell. Gordy Coleman up, and the pitch is in the dirt. One ball and no strike. And Frank Robinson, standing on first, keeps shaking that right hand. Swinging a miss on a curve, and the count even. One ball, one strike on Gordy Coleman. First baseman Gordon Coleman has singled to center and fly deep to left center field. He's hitting at 275 with 21 home runs and 60 runs batted in. Craig up in pitching position. Delivers. Swing and a miss. He gave him a lot of motion and really throttled back on that breaking pitch and had him way out in front. One ball, two strikes. Pitching outside and low in the count even now. Two balls, two strikes. Top of the sixth inning. New York nine runs on nine hits. Cincinnati no runs on five hits. Now Craig makes the stop. And the pitch to Coleman is fouled. Back upstairs. No play. And the count stays the same.
Roger delivers. There goes Robinson. A line drive hit hard down the right field line. A base hit. One run is in. Robinson is rounding the third. He'll hold up there. And it's a run-scoring single to right for Gordy Coleman. Jerry Lynch comes in to score. That makes it 9-1 to one now in favor of New York. called again and the Cincinnati trainer wants to go over to third base and once again check with Frank Robinson. Reggie Otero standing alongside and now skipper Freddie Hutchinson is coming over. You can imagine their concern as to any injury that might be inflicted on Frank Robinson most valuable player in the National League last season. And now Hutch is signaling toward the dugout, and we may get a replacement for Frank Robinson in order that trainer Dick Rohde can go into the clubhouse for a better look at Frank Robinson. Marty Keough is coming out of the dugout, and Marty now will replace Frank Robinson. And Robinson is going to leave third and go right to the clubhouse in center field. on first and third, Frank Robinson along with the trainer, Dick Rohde, now making their way toward the clubhouse in center field, and so the game will be held up for a few moments as they make the long walk. From home plate, 475 feet. Runners on first and third, Gordy Coleman on first, Marty Keel running for Frank Robinson is on third. It appeared to be an injury to the right hand of Frank Robinson, and we'll wait for the report from the Cincinnati clubhouse for you. Reds have their first run of the game pushed over here on the top of the sixth inning, and it's now 9-1 to one in favor of the Mets. Now we're set to go. Craig up in pitching position. Delivers to Johnny Edwards a curve in the dirt, blocked by Choo Choo Coleman. One ball and no strikes. left-hand batter. Takes inside and low at the knees. Ball two. Down two and nothing. Johnny Edwards 0 for 2 has grounded out second to first and grounded out to Mara Thronberry. He's hitting at 280. Two nothing pitch. Right in there a call strike and he was taking Johnny Edwards from Columbus, Ohio. He has size for a catcher, good size. He stands 6'4 and weighs 220. Rain getting harder now here at the top of the sixth inning. Here's the pitch on the way. A grounder off his foot, a foul ball down the first baseline, and the count is even at 2 and 2. Rain gets much heavier. They may have to hold the game up again.
Donnie Edwards has come a long way in a short time in baseball. He's only 24 years old. He's had only three years of pro ball. He came up to Cincinnati last year for the last part of the season. Strike call to beauty by Roger Craig. Edwards didn't like the call, and he stomps his feet, turns to argue with Tom Gorman. Gorman rips the mask off and argues right back. Side out in the sixth inning. Roger Craig picking up his fifth strike out of the game. In the sixth inning, one run, two hits, no errors, two left on. And now at the end of five and a half innings to score, the New York Mets nine and the Cincinnati Reds one. Last of the sixth inning, top of the batting order for the New York Mets facing southpaw Ted Wills. Marty Keough now in right field replacing Frank Robinson. Frank forced out of action when hit by a pitch, and Frank has gone into the Cincinnati clubhouse along with trainer Dick Rohde to have the hand closely examined. Of course, everyone hoping that the injury isn't serious anyway. One ball and no strikes to Ashburn. Richie, one for two in the game. He lined an opposite field single during the six-run first inning to drive in a run. A little bit low, ball two, two and nothing. Wills came on to replace starter Johnny Klipstein back in the first inning. The Mets scored six of their nine in the first and collected five of their nine hits in the first. Ashburn taking all away. It's right in there. A call strike. Two and one. Way inside. That brushed him back from the plate. Three and one. For the New York Mets, Charlie Neal, Rod Keneal, and Clarence Coleman each have knocked two runs in. Marv Thronberry and Richie Ashburn each have knocked in one, and one run scored on an error. Call strike, three and two. Full count now, three and two on Richie, with Charlie Neal on deck, and then Felix Mantilla. Here's the windup pitch by Wills. A smash towards short into left field for a base hit. Gardavis barely got his glove on it. Not enough to even slow it up. So Richie's on with his second hit of the game. Mets now with a total of ten. They had four off Johnny Clipstein. They now have six off Ted Wills. Charlie Neal hit a two-run homer in the very first inning, putting the Mets in front two to nothing. Since then, Charlie has struck out and grounded out one hit and three times up. Neil, right-hand batter facing southpaw Ted Wills. Lane hard down the right field line, a foul by about a yard. Certainly has been interesting the way Charlie Neal has been hitting the ball so hard to the opposite field since the injury to his hand. He uses a sponge in his right hand to protect the bruise of Longspur against uh, the shock of the bat. 
And ever since he started wearing that sponge in his right hand, he's been hitting the ball real, real hard. But he has been hitting just about everything to the opposite field. Here's the pitch to him. And he bunts this one down the first base line. A beauty of a bunt. Edwards up, throws to first, the Coleman covering. And moving over to second on the play goes Richie Ashburn. Sacrifice going from the catcher to the first baseman covering. Neal giving up his turn at bat to try and help build a run, and Ashburn goes into potential scoring position. Now the hitter is Felix Mantilla. Felix has fly deep to left, fly to center, and pop to second. He's 0 for 3. We're in the home half of the sixth inning. The thousands of midget Mets who are here today as guests of the New here today as guests of the New York Mets start chanting, "We want a hit." Down comes the pitch, outside and low. It's ball one. Ted Wells momentarily forgot that he had a runner on second and went into about a half of a windup. Sally Hemus, who is always keenly alert, immediately started running toward third base and yelling at Richie to come on. But Richie failed to get his break, and as a result, had to hold on. One and zero, the count on Felix Mantilla. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball thrown by Ted Wells. After five and a half innings in Milwaukee, the Braves lead the Phillies six to one. That's the first game of a doubleheader. Cardinals have gone ahead of Houston two nothing at the end of four. There goes Ashburn. Ground ball hit toward the hole. Cardinals has a long throw to make. Faith, he beat it out of base hit. Mantilla beating out a leg hit the shortstop. Ashburn was running on the pitch. And now the Mets have runners on first and third. And the hitter is Frank Thomas. Frank 0 for 2 this afternoon. Big Frank has been riding the headlines with his home run back. He came into this game with six home runs in his last three games. Ten home runs in his last 13 games. One away, runners on first and third were in the last of the sixth inning. Mets lead nine to one. Now Wills off the stretch, delivers. A ground ball hammered to shortstop. Cardenas fires to second. Blasting game on to Coleman, double play. A six to four to three double play retires the side. In the sixth inning, no runs, two hits, no errors, and one left on. And now six innings complete. The score, the New York Mets nine, and the Cincinnati Reds one. Bill Cardenas up to lead off, right-hand batter. Popped out short and fouled out to the catcher in two previous appearances at the plate. Roger Craig to start is still in the ballgame for the New York Mets. Bending from the waist to get a sign. Into the windup, and here's the pitch. Low for ball one. The battery mate of the veteran Roger Craig today is rookie Choo Choo Coleman. Get 
Again, the pitch, and it is low and away as Cardin has choked the bat and started moving up in the batter's box on the pitch, but took it for ball two. It's 2 0. There's a pitch low. So Craig has gone out 3 and 0 to Cardinus. He has not walked the batter today. As hit two, he hit Casco in the first inning and Robinson in the sixth. 3-0 pitch. Yes, down the pike for a call. Strike one. It's 3-1. and one. It's the New York Mets nine and the Cincinnati Reds one. That pitch misses low, and it is ball four. Cardenas opens up the seventh inning for the Reds with the first walk that has been issued by Roger Craig. Coming up will be Ted Will. Singled his last time up. Left-hander all the way, bats left. Leo Cardenas leads off the bag at first as Roger Craig checks him. The pitch to the plate, curveball low and inside. It's ball one. Then Craig is set to work. Pitch is fallen. It's a ground ball taken by Thornberry. Foul. He took it at the bag, but it is a foul ball. A call made by Bill Jakowski, the umpire at first base. One ball and one strike now to Ted Wills. Back again into the pitching motion, and it's outside for ball two and one. It's two and two. Yes, you have joined us along the way. We were held up for 38 minutes in the fourth inning because of rain here at the Polo Ground. Mr. Ralph Counter having worn his rainy day jacket today. It's two-two pitch, and it's swung out and missed strike three. Struck him out. That is strikeout number six for Roger Craig. Cardin is holding it first, and that will bring up Eddie Casco. Casco is hit by a pitch ball, called out on strikes, and hit into a force play. He's right-hand batter. Cincinnati Reds are the only team in the National League that the Mets have been unable to beat thus far this season. But the Mets are leading them by a score of 9-1. to one. Here's the pitch to Casco, swung on, and it is a base hit to right field. Ashburn charges it. Cardin holds it second as the throw comes in. All the way across to third. And that is base hit number eight for the Cincinnati Reds off Roger Craig. We'll bring up Don Blasting game. Base hit number seven, I beg your pardon. Blasting game's a left-hand batter. Hit into a double play, beat out an infield hit, and grounded out short to first.
Bryce in for a sign. Goes into the stretch, checks the runners. Pitch is outside for ball. To the Blazer, who came to Cincinnati from the San Francisco Giants. To the Giants and the St. Louis Cardinals. It was the ability of Blasingame as a second baseman that made the Cardinals willing to trade Red Shandings away to the New York Giants a number of years ago. That pitch is outside for ball. 2 0. is the base runner at second. Eddie Casco is the base runner at first. Casco is checking with Coach Dick Sisler now. Craig in the pitching motion to Blassingen. Fastball in there for a call strike. Two and one. Pitcher swung on and fouled down the third baseline, out of play. It's into the stands. Two and two to blasting game. Game time tomorrow here at the Polo Grounds, 2 p.m. We'll be on the air at 1.55 New York time. Looks in for his sign. Runners lead at first and second. Pitch to blasting game. Swung on and has a fly ball to left field. Frank Thomas moves over, makes the call, waves Hickman off, and makes the catch. He relays the ball in. There is no advance. Runners halfway on the fly ball to left return. Two men out. And Veda Penson coming up. Struck out, fouled out to third, and grounded out short to first. Going to the bottom half of the eighth inning in Milwaukee. It's the Braves 6 and the Philadelphia Phillies 2. Dallas Green started for Philadelphia Gemmelins in the 5th. Henley. Bob Henley is the pitcher for the Milwaukee Braves. Joe Adcock and Bob Henley have homered for the Braves. That's number 20 for Adcock. Pitch to Penson is outside for a ball. has extraordinary speed. Uses it to good advantage. Pitch is long away for ball. On the ring finger of the right hand and uh, it is undecided as to whether or not he'll be able to play in the second game. Pitch is low. Blocked by Choo Choo Coleman. 3 and all. Mets 9 and the Cincinnati Reds 1 in the top half of the 7th inning of the first game. 9 away and Pinson has drawn a walk to load the bases. That is the second walk given up today by Roger Craig. Both of them coming in this inning. It moves Cardinals to 3rd. Casco is at 2nd and Pinson at 1st. Here is cleanup man Jerry Lynch coming up. Rounded out, struck out in triple. 
line. It's a ground ball to second. Taken by Keneal. He tosses on to Thornberry inside. The Lynch is grounded out. The side is retired in the top half of the seventh inning as the Reds are out with no runs on one hit, no errors, and three left. And at the end of six and one half innings of play, the score is the New York Mets nine and the Cincinnati Reds one. It's Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at the polo grounds. The Mets in the bottom half of the seventh will be sending up Marv Thornberry, Jim Hickman, and Choo Choo Coleman. Thornberry homered his first time up today and has since grounded out twice. Relief left-hander Ted Wills working here in relief of Johnny Klipstein, who is the pitcher of record for Cincinnati. He lasted only two-thirds of an inning. Pitch is low and away. Ball one. Works and the pitch is swung on and popped up to the right side of the infield. On blasting game, the second baseman is called, and he makes the catch on the rim of the outfield grass. One away, and that will bring up rookie center fielder Jim Hickman, who has walked, tripled, and tripled. He has scored three runs in this ball game. Hickman back in there swinging that bat with a vengeance this afternoon. Still extremely overcast here at the polo grounds, but just uh, a missed falling. Very little of that at the moment. It's ball one to Jim Hickman. Ted Wills takes a moment and uh, getting the dirt straightened out around the rubber on the pitcher's mound. Now, with the pitch. Bounce in and all the way past Johnny Edwards. It is 2 0 to Hickman. Mets got six runs in the bottom half of the first inning of today's ballgame. His 2 0 pitch for a land into the glove of Casco for the out. On the button, but right into the glove of third baseman Eddie Casco. Two away. And catcher Choo Choo Coleman coming up. Single struck out in homer. Had a pinch homer last night. And there's a hand for Choo Choo here at the polo ground. Pitch turns him inside for ball one. ball chopped right down into the dirt where he stood in the batter's box. It's one and one to Choo Choo Coleman. Rod Keneal is on deck for the Mets. Two and out and nobody on base. The Mets nine, the Cincinnati Reds one.
right field down the line. A fair ball going to the wall. And Coleman is on his way to second base. Keel up with it. Whips it in, but not in time. A choo-choo Coleman goes in, standing with a double. A line shot whistle down the right field line. For Choo-Choo, that is his third base hit. He has single, doubled, and homered in this ball game today. Here is Rod Keneal. Single to drive and a run in the first inning. Single to drive and a run in the third inning. Called out on strikes in the fifth. He is two for three. Keneal hitting an even 300 right now. Ed Wills into the stretch. Checks Coleman. Pitch to Keneal. Swung on a ground ball to third. Casco has it on a big hop. The long throw across the diamond is in time as he got him and the side is retired. So in the bottom half of the seventh, the New York Mets got no runs on one hit. The double by Coleman. No errors in one left as Coleman died at second. And so at the end of seven full innings of play, score is New York Mets nine and the Cincinnati Reds one. Open to six with nobody on. That's the way things are going elsewhere. Right here, here is the pitch that is coming in low to Marty Keough for ball one. As we open up the top half of the eighth inning, the New York Mets leading the Reds by a score of nine to one. Roger Craig, in quest of his sixth victory of the season. Starter still in there for the New York Mets. The lanky right-hander deals and it's cut on and fouled off for strike one. It's one and one. for ball. It's two and one. Here's a two-one pitch. Swung on and belted into center field for a base hit. Jim Hickman up with it. Relays it in. Turning and holding it first is Marty Keogh. With a single to center. That is Keogh's first time up in this ballgame. And brings up first baseman Gordon Coleman. Single, fly to center, and single to drive in a run. Two for three this afternoon. Left-hand batter. Greg checks it first, and here's the pitch. Swung on and lined into right field for a base hit. Going all the way to the wall, Keogh turns to second, digging for third. Ashman up with the ball, makes the throw to second, and pulling up at third base is Keogh. On at first with the third base hit of the afternoon is Gordon Coleman. So back-to-back base hits here for the Cincinnati Reds off Roger Craig in the top of the eighth. The Reds loaded him up on Craig but failed to score in the top half of the seventh inning. So now there is action in the bullpen of the New York Mets as left-hander Bill Hunter is up and throwing. Craig into the stretch. And here is the pitch to Edwards. It is low for ball one. Now Craig again. Comes set and here's the pitch to the catcher. It is swung on line into the glove of Neal. He drops it, picks it up and makes the first play. On to Keneal. He's out there in the third of first. Not in time there. And no at bat. Uh, the base runner at third, Marty Keogh. 
That was a line drive to short that Neal tried to back in. He knocked it down, could not control it, but got the force at second base anyway. So the situation is still running at first and third as Coleman was forced on a play that went 6-4 to scoring. Mighty Keel, the base runner at third. Edwards at first, and Leo Cardenas is coming up. Dave Sisler is up and throwing in the bullpen for Cincinnati. There's the pitch to Cardenas. Swung on and missed. For strike one. Roger Craig leans way over this time in getting a sign. Checks runners at first and third. The pitch on the way. Swung on. Full foul on the ground. Wally Post has come out to the on-deck circle now for the Cincinnati Reds with pitcher Ted Wills due up next. Right hand batter Wally Post is swinging about on deck. Rain's begun to fall a little harder here at the polo ground. We are on the top half of the eighth inning. One man out for the Reds. Roger Craig with a curveball that is swung out and missed by Leo Cardenas. So he struck him out for strikeout number seven, and here comes pinch hitter Wally Post. Coming up here with runners first and third, two men out, and the first pitch is low for ball one. Begun to run a little more steadily here, and uh, Grumman is asked to look at the baseball. He himself fires it back out to Craig. Tom Grumman was a pitcher in the National League during his playing days. The New York Mets are leading by a score of 9-1, to and this is the first game of a scheduled doubleheader. That was held up earlier this afternoon, 38 minutes because of rain. Craig's pitch to post is swung on and missed. And chasing it all the way around. It's one and one. Dave Sussler throwing in earnest in the bullpen since Ted Wills is now out of the ballgame. Out of play. Ted Wills pitched six in the third inning. He gave up three runs on eight hits. He struck out five and he walked none. That is the book on him. Johnny Clipstein is the pitcher of record for the Cincinnati Reds. The count to pitcher to Wally Post is one ball and two strikes. Pitch one on and foul back. There is no play on the ball. Chuchu Coleman managed to hold on to the mask but dropped the cap. Takes a little bit of doing. But they had no play anyway as the ball hit well back in the upper deck. So it's one and two. The runners pitch to post, swung on and foul back again. There is no play. A high foul ball coming on back on top of the roof behind home plate. So the count holds at one ball and two strikes to Wally Post.
pitch. That is low for ball. Two and two. They've got their long run with Jerry Lynch triple. In the sixth inning, they have to Frank Robinson was hit by a pitch ball. Gordon Coleman singled him home. It's all over in Milwaukee in the first game of two. The Milwaukee Braves have defeated the Philadelphia Phil 6-2. Bob Henley is the winner. Dallas Green's the loser. Greg now into the stretch position. The pitch to Wally Post. Fawn and lined into the glove of Mantia. Third for the outset. Retires to five. So in the top half of the eighth, the Cincinnati Reds got no runs on two hits. No errors. Two men left. And at the end of seven and a half innings of play at the Polo Grounds, the score is... The New York Mets 9 and the Cincinnati Reds 1. And now we have a pitching change for the Cincinnati Reds and coming in here to tell you all about it, Ralph Kiner. Okay, Lindsay, it's Dave Spitzer. Big tall right-hander, 30 years of age. Dave is 6 foot 5, weighs 200 pounds. Last year pitched for Washington. Graduate of Princeton University. He has a Bachelor of Science degree in engineering. Had a record with Washington of two wins and eight losses last year. This year with Cincinnati, Dave has a record of two wins and three losses. This is his 25th appearance of the year. And Dave will be working to Roger Craig, who has pitched a magnificent game here, looking for his sixth victory of the year. Roger has a lead of 9-1. to one. He has given up only nine hits in the game. And he'll be the first man that Dave Sisler will pitch to. Rain still falling very slightly here at the polo grounds. Infield still in good shape. The outfield just a little bit damp. Bob Perky loosening up in the bullpen for Cincinnati. He is scheduled to go in one of the two games Sunday, game time at 2 o'clock. Now the first pitch to Roger Craig by Dave Sisler. Right off the top of his head. Now I guess it hit his bat. Roger went down. It did hit his bat. That pitch right over the top of his head, and his bat was still there as he got out of the way, and the ball glanced back up into the stands. You could hear the thud, and it looked as though it might have hit him right there on the top of the fiberglass helmet. Now Roger really bearing down the box. He's a little hot. Here's Sisler's next pitch. A swing and a miss strike. Strike two. Sisler, the third pitcher used by manager Freddie Hutchison. Two-strike pitch on the corner, strike three. So Roger Craig looks at one, walks back to the dugout, one out in the bottom half of the eighth inning with a Mets leading nine to one, and the batter will be Richie Ashburn. Well, Frank Robinson, the brilliant right fielder for Cincinnati, was hit on the wrist and hand by Roger Craig earlier, so a little retaliation probably coming up. Oh, it has come up. First pitch to Ashburn, left-handed batting right fielder is a strike call. Richie with two hits in the ball game. Two hits and three times up. He has driven in a run and scored one. Raising his average from the starting 314. One strike pitch by Sisler. A little bit low for ball one. One ball, one strike. 
Now the big right-hander back and outside for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Two balls, one strike, one out. Bottom half of the eighth inning. Up high again for ball three. Mets have nine runs on 12 hits. They've made no errors. The Reds have one run. They have made a, made a total of nine hits and made two errors. Now Sussler into the windup and delivers. And the pitch is high outside for ball four. That is his first walk, number three in the game for the Mets. And he gives Ashburn first base free and brings up Charlie Neal. was Charlie's home run in the first inning with a man on that gave the Mets a 2-0 lead and up to this point that would have been enough but they have added a total of 7 more to lead at 9-1 right here in the bottom half of the 8th inning Charlie takes a curve, strike 1 Neal's home run is ninth of the year. It's his only base hit in this game and three times up. Right hand batting shortstop. And the strike one pitch. Hit hard sharply down to third base. Knocked down by Casco. He goes to second base to pick up the force out on Ashburn. And that is out number two. And safe at first base. On the force play, Charlie Neal. with two out the batter's Felix Mantia Felix has one hit and four times up right hand batting third baseman throw to first base chasing Neal back he gets back safely And the first pitch to Mantee is high. Ball one. Mets with six runs in the first, one in the third, two in the fifth. Reds have one run. That came in the sixth inning. Next pitch to Mantee, a breaking pitch. It's over at the knee. Strike one. One ball, one strike, two men out. Bottom half of the eighth inning. now Frank Thomas in the on-deck circle. He needs one more time at bat to get a shot at hitting his seventh home run in a total of four games. Next pitch is a ball. Ball two. Two balls and one. Frank has tied a major league record of hitting six home runs in three games. There's a high pop-up, and unless the third baseman Casco drops it, Thomas will not die. He is there, and he makes the catch to retire the side. In the inning for the Mets, no runs, no hits, no errors, one walk, one man left. And the score at the end of eight, the New York Mets nine, the Cincinnati Reds one. For the ninth, the Mets lead it 9-1, and Roger Craig looking for his ninth complete game. 
Also, his sixth win, he'll be pitching to the top of the batting order. It'll include Eddie Casco, Don Blassingame, and Veda Benson. And Roger with his first pitch. A slider that breaks over for a called strike. Roger, so far, has given up one run. That came in the top of the sixth. He has allowed nine hits, struck out seven, walked a total of two. And there's a bouncing ball hit down to Charlie Neal. He's up with it. Over to first base, out number one. So Roger picks up the first out of three needed. And now he'll be pitching the dime blasting game. Dime with one hit in four times up. Bats from the left-hand side, playing at second base. One game already in in the National League. Milwaukee won over Philadelphia 6-2. The winning pitcher was Bob Henley. There's a fun attempt. A good one right out in front of the plate. A quick play by Coleman. He makes the play to first base in time. Out number two. Go Roger now with two outs. Top of the ninth and eight runs in his favor. And the batter is Veda Benson. Veda called so far today, 0 for 3. Left-hand batting center fielder, and the first pitch to him is a fastball that's on the outside corner. Letter high, strike one. Pitch back to the plate. Back is a little bit low. Curveball breaking down low. Two balls and one strike. Here's Rogers. Defends him with a curve. Bounce down towards first base but going foul. deck batter with a 2-2 count is Jerry Lynch. And Roger only a pitch away from picking up the victory. Here's the windup and the 2-2 pitch. Outside and high, ball three. Full count on Beta Benson. Two men out, top of the ninth inning. The Mets lead at 9-1. Taking off the first sign now winds and delivers. And it's a curveball, bounce to first. Thornberry there takes it himself, and the Mets have won it. Mets have just won their first game of the year from the Cincinnati Reds. And Roger Craig picked up his sixth victory, his ninth complete game. I'll be back in just a moment, but right now, here's a familiar tune well worth marching to.
people say it. My beer is Rheingold the dry beer, and dry tells you why. Yes, sir, dry tells you Rheingold has a brisk, bright, clean taste all its own. Discover the difference dry makes. Pour yourself a tall, refreshing glass of Rheingold Extra Dry. Enjoy it right now as we recap the game. While the Mets scored six big runs in the first inning to take a commanding 6-0 lead, two of the runs coming on a two-run home run by Charlie Neal, his ninth of the year, another on Marv Gromberry's ninth home run, and they added three more by the base hit route. It was 6-0 after the first two innings. The Mets added one more run in the third inning. One Jim Hickman tripled to left center field and scored on a sacrifice bunt, actually a squeeze play bunt, on a safety squeeze. That gave the Mets a 7-0 lead. They added two more runs in the fifth inning. In the fifth, the Mets had Hickman triple to right center field, and he scored just ahead of Choo Coleman's second major league home run. With the score 9-0, the Cincinnati Reds broke the shutout of Roger Craig's by scoring one run in the top of the sixth inning. Jerry Lynch tripled to left field. And he scored when Gordy Coleman singled to right. That was all the scoring for Cincinnati and all the scoring in the ballgame with the Mets winning by a score of 9-1. to The Mets, nine runs, 12 hits, no errors. They left six men on. The Reds had one run, nine hits, two errors. And they left 11 men on base. The winning pitcher, Roger Craig, his record for the year, six wins and 17 losses. And that was his ninth complete game. The losing pitcher, John Klipstein, his record, three wins and two losses for the year. Roger going all the way for the victory, struck out seven and walked two. Clipstein, the starting pitcher, worked two-thirds of an inning. He gave up six runs, allowed four hits. Ted Wills then came on to pitch six and one-third innings. He gave up three runs and a total of nine hits, striking out four. Dave Sister finished up and worked one inning without a run or a hit scored. Well, that's the first game of a doubleheader scheduled coming up. The Mets now winning their first game against Cincinnati now stand at 1-8 and eight for 9. And the Mets have a total in the ball game of 3 home runs to give them a total of 12 home runs in their last 3 games, falling too short of the Major League record. That's the story right here from the Polo Grounds. We're going to uh, toss it back to the studios for your individual programs there, and we'll take it back here in about 20 minutes, just before the start of the second game. It will be Bob Miller pitching for the Mets, the right-handed Bob Miller, against either Joe Nuxaw or Jim Maloney. And we'll have all the information on that game coming your way in approximately 20 minutes. So until then, this is the New York Mets Baseball Network. <laughs> 